Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi. We're back. We're back. Oh wow. my goodness. What a crazy Season time. Three. For those who don't know, we are the Mystery Files. I'm Logan Lamaster. And I'm Tiffany Walker. And welcome. Welcome back. Um, we are very excited to be here. <laughs> very uh, thrilled. This is season three. What a wild adventure! Episode it's been. one. Welcome to episode one. If you don't count the spinoff that we did, yeah, because that was a thing tapes. for a while. <laughs> yeah, Miss Summer Tapes. Oh I my know. gosh! An episode will com- be coming soon from the Summer Tapes. We kind of yes, we will be doing a Summer Tapes episode eventually. Yeah. Um, we were having a whole issue with that. We had a that. summer, you know? We tried to make you know, a, a little show during COVID for you guys. We tried to have a little bit of time, you know, quarantine. Did, it's you. a lot, but yes. you know. Uh, we oh, are here. in a new location as we well. We are. Welcome to the podcast studio. The podcast studio. I have to yeah. make sure this microphone hears me. Oh, I hope wow. These are, um, like, these are, like, bougie microphones. They're very bougie. Like, They're not, like, crumbly. Um, yeah, honestly, it's kind of it's kind of wild to me that we're it. having these. I'm like, ah, it's so exciting. I enjoy them. They feel very clean and yes. fresh, and there's so many, like, sanitation things in here. I'm here for it all. I know. And we're also... Um, not wearing our masks right now so you guys can see our beautiful faces and we also were able to fix the system because Mm -hmm. we live together we're roommates we're roommates roommates. and they were roommates roommates. we were we were scared for a second we weren't going to be able to bring the show back to wppj yeah it was really scary because they started a new rule that was like hey um only one person can do a show now Mm -hmm. and we were like we are a two-person show how do we make the mystery files that one of yeah, oh, you can't it. you can't do the mystery files without one or the other. It's exactly. like uh, what what what's uh, what's an it's analogy? Like a, it's like a PB and J with no peanut butter. Yep, yep, yep. That, that's it. Yep. I almost said something about like cream and soup. Or, I don't know what like, that meant. Or like your burger that you have, but with no oh, peanut butter. Oh yeah, wait. Because you're Aww. crazy. hee hee. I've started having uh, peanut butter on my hamburgers, and it kind of slaps. Tiffany Did doesn't highly like it, disagree. But... I'm not gonna try it because I feel like that just sounds <laughs> disgusting. No offense, but you. Okay, so if you guys don't know, on The Mystery Mm -hmm. Files, each week we investigate a true crime or supernatural case, and we take Mm -hmm. turns each week discussing, and I, Mm -hmm. um, we, we do, we react to the case, uh, vice versa. Yeah. So... This week for Ooh. the season three premiere, it is my case. Yes, I'm so excited. I know. It's been a while since I've done some no. like reading of cases. I've been waiting so, like, patiently. That's exciting. You always pick really interesting cases that I wouldn't expect, but I, I love do. it every time. That's true. And sometimes you even steal cases that I've had planned for months <laughs> in advance, but that's also fine. We should do a highlight reel of like every roast we've ever done to each other on the that, show. <laughs> in real life and on the show, that would be many. Stop. That would be so Very funny, many. though. That would be good for us, I think. How do we even keep track <laughs> i'm like looking at her levels oh i feel um, so bad we can like see the recording of like our spikes and it's literally like a no, squiggly no, 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 line no. and it's so funny to look at i mean we're just loud sometimes yeah. but that's okay we're probably like this every show we're allowed to have some little little i think this is beautiful little call it's in the red it's okay all right shall we get into this week's case is it really time I think it is. I Am think I allowed it's to time. do a little drum roll? Yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat so I can drum. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. This week on The Mystery Files, we will be discussing the disappearance of Brian Schaefer. 
Oh no! Dun dun dun! Who the this, heck is Ryan Schaefer? You were about to find out. Mm-hmm. This is the case I told you about two months ago that I wanted to do for the first episode. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. <laughs> but I remember. That's better. It's <laughs> probably remembered. better if I don't remember anyway. So it's Honestly, okay. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I forgot that I picked this case. <laughs> I picked a case that long ago, though. That's no, great. I literally was like, oh, my God, this would make such a good mystery file. Tiffany would love this story. Mm. But then, like, th- yesterday I was like, oh, God, did I ever pick a case? And then I realized <laughs> I picked it two months ago and I forgot. I love how we plan the show like in months in advance. Like when <laughs> we're going to have forget. the premiere and then you're like, oh, I'm going to plan the actual show until like the day before. <laughs> That's just really good. That's pretty iconic of you. All right. So what? So this case is brought to you by Dispatch.com. This is from an archive on the news story that they did in 2006 Mm, on this. Hello, 2006. All right. So. I'm excited. Let me get my listening ears on. Okay, I'm really excited. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So this is a little bit of a log line. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Randy Schaefer died in a freak accident in 2008 before he could unravel the mystery that had consumed his life for nearly three years, the disappearance of his son. The poster is still taped to the window in the sixth floor lobby where all who all who have business with Special Victims Bureau can see it. In one photograph, Brian Schaefer is bearded. In another, he's clean shaven. Detectives change pictures every once in a while because if Brian is still alive, it's likely he's changed, too. But what hasn't changed is not in three long years are the words missing OSU medical student last seen at the Ugly Tuna Saluna on <laughs> April 1st, 2006. Reward. Honestly, the, the, the really... Ugly Tuna Saluna is such an iconic <laughs> name. They're like so serious. Like this man went missing on this, this man date. Went missing but guess at... where he was? He was in the Ugly Tuna <laughs> Saluna. How do you, how am I supposed to take that seriously? Like I know it's a and serious it was, thing. It was on April first too. When he disappeared, Stop. it was like April Fool's. He's like, ah, it's just a joke. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh, but how do you like seriously seriously go missing in a place like that? Well, we're about to He's find out. He's asking for a bit, and that's not my fault. <laughs> um, so this case has always been a hard one to solve, even for detectives who are accustomed to investigating things like this. Brian's mother, Renee, lost her battle with cancer only three weeks before he disappeared. The double loss sent her husband, Randy, into a tailspin. He spent the next two and a half hours on a rabid, relentless search for his oldest son, sloshing along miles of riverbank, fielding phone calls from psychics and making pleading public pitches for help until a freak accident during September 2008 windstorm took him. So he basically, like, spent so long trying to figure out what happened to his son. He made it his life goal. Yeah. I can't imagine being so desperate to, like, go to psychics. I'm just interested by that. Like, actually reaching out to a psychic. I'm like, do they really have the information I need? All I'm right. Intrigued. Yes. So this is the report Randy wrote. Um, and that's what we'll be reading because honestly, in my <laughs> opinion, I was like, what better way to like talk about a mystery than the person's father? Yeah. Like the exactly. one who wrote it. Yeah. Like I thought it was crazy. impacting him. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> 
The details of that Friday night in 2006 have been reported and repeated, sifted and scrutinized, examined and re-examined by the family, the police, and the web-based sleuths who love a good mystery. It goes something like this. Brian, 27, and his former roommate, Clint Flores, which is a (laughs) a little bit of a tongue twister, I think. Clint Flores. Oh, my gosh. He can star in the movie version. Oh, my gosh. He's like a a flower actor. (laughs) That's so pretty of him. They arrive at South Campus's Gateway's Ugly Tuna Saluna sometime after 9 p.m., determined to celebrate the beginning of spring break with a boys' night out. Wow. (laughs) It was just a Saturday with the boys. Just a casual Saturday with the boys at the Tuna Saluna. So. Just before 10, Brian speaks briefly to his girlfriend, Alexis Wagner, who, like him, is a second-year medical student at Ohio State. He tells her he loves her and hangs up. It is the last time she'll ever talk to him. While Wagner visits parents at home in Toledo, Brian and Florence bar hop from Gateway to the Arena District to the Short North, where they met Florence's friend, Meredith Reed. By this time, Florence will later explain to police they've had several shots and gladly take Reed up on her offer on a lift back to the Ugly Tuna. So this is where it gets crazy. Oh no, where did they go? Surveillance cameras hidden in the ceilings and facades at Gateway catch the trio riding the escalator up to the second floor bar and stepping inside. It's 1.15 a.m. Just before 2 Brian is back in the camera's view, speaking with two college-age women who they don't know. He appears to say goodbye and walk away, and he's never seen again. Is he a filthy, rotten cheater? Oh. So, (laughs) calls from Lawrence and Reed go unanswered that night. Calls from Wagner and Randy go unanswered all weekend, but it isn't until Monday morning when Brian misses a long-scheduled flight to Florida that his family is sure something is wrong, and they immediately call Columbus police. Oh, snaparoonie. Yeah, so basically, um, to kind of give you like a visual idea mm-hmm. for our podcast listeners and for the people on the web. On the web, um, <laughs> we are working. So basically, <laughs> he was like talking to these women outside of like the saloon and like mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, yeah, cool, great. And um, it's very weird because they like leave and he doesn't. He goes out of frame of the camera, but he doesn't go down the escalator. But the security cameras never see him go down the escalator again. But he disappears. Ew, where did he go? What if he's, like, hiding in the vents or something? It's almost like he vanished into a corner. Like, it's almost like he walked into that corner across this room right now and just disappeared into thin air. Aliens took him. (laughs) That's a theory. He got got sucked up into the LED lights of this place. I imagine, like, a mall with, like, the second floor being, like, the bar. Oh but somehow goodness. he's sucked up. I don't know what building it actually is because I don't know what bar has two floors with an escalator. I just don't know. Okay, so Sergeant John Hurst, um, a father, um, has what is it? So uh, John Hurst was assigned the case with Brian, um, and he has been like working on it for a very long time. Hurst and his detectives began their investigation where they believe Brian ended his night at the Ugly Tuna. Which is, I'm glad they're referring to it as just the Ugly Tuna now, because they probably got tired of saying Ugly Tuna Saluna. It's a mouthful, a little tongue twister. <laughs> ugly Tuna, tuna Saluna. Saluna. It's kind of pretty. 
It is. Oh, yeah. that could be like on a t-shirt. I wear it. Stop like a vintage. Do you think tea. they have one? I'll Google it after. Stop. We can make it part of our ne- next round of merch. Stop it. The Ugly Tuna Saluna. Oh, we might do merch. We That's another merch. thing. I designed something, but like, yes. we'll see. Yes, that'd be so fun. But we need I to make like it. t-shirts with all these random quotes. Yeah, like, honestly. Saluna. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's one of those quintessential college bars with a spring break attitude. Plenty of drink specials and constant entertainment. But it was also trendy enough to be located in Gateway, the city, in Ohio State's upscale answer to the increasingly dangerous um, of the south end of campus, which I guess a lot of people like crime is higher in that area during the party scene. Okay. Um, So silent and often incontrievable, witnesses to the crime can track a case open faster, more reliably than humans who are prone to faulty memories and misled loyalties. So they were like, oh, yeah, like, let's talk to the cameras. Let's see, like, what's going on. Like, yeah. I'm sure we can figure it out. But the cameras at the Ugly Tuna, at the Ugly Tuna, at the Ugly Tuna only caused more <laughs> confusion because while they caught Brian entering the bar that night, they never caught him actually leaving. Detectives were perplexed. If Brian left the way he arrived on the escalator, he surely would have uh, taped by one of the cameras Mm -hmm. but they soon learned that there were other ways out oh he might have changed his clothes or donned a hat and kept his head down and face obscured but what was he hiding he could have left through an exit that led directly to a construction site it would have been difficult to navigate especially if brian were intoxicated but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be impossible or the worst scenario of all, maybe the cam- cameras simply missed him. One panned the area constantly, another opera- operated manually. What if Brian had slipped out of the anonymous space between them? Ooh. But how wow. would he know where the anonymous space between the cameras even was? I want to know. Did he disappear? Like, how did he disappear? But also. Hear me out. Okay. What if he did something crazy in this small amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh my gosh, if, like, say he killed someone, did something wrong. <laughs> just something crazy. Just, just something like a little bit tasteful. Imagine like, he does someone. something just absolutely yeah. insane, okay? <laughs> so he's like, oh my gosh, the footage, it has me doing XYZ. Ah, can't have that happen. He goes into like all of the inner workings of however <laughs> that stuff works and he cuts the footage. So then. It's it, like a spy movie. Yeah, literally, he just takes out that little chunk of footage. So then you don't see him go in, you don't see him come out, like... I mean... I don't know, hear me out, it's possible. I mean, that's that's but a theory. But also, I guess, I guess if he would be intoxicated, maybe not, or maybe he was just I mean, maybe, like, when he's he drunk, it. he becomes, like, a secret agent. Honestly? Like, it's cool. Perry the Platypus, but drunk. add alcohol. <laughs> what? No, I said Perry the Platypus, but drunk. Oh, my God. He yeah. goes... He goes... <laughs> Wait, that was good. Was it really? <laughs> that was kind of good. Yeah. What? Really? We should just start a cartoon impression <laughs> channel instead. <laughs> so scary. I'm, like, kind of proud. I feel like... It the people in the street are like, what is happening? Like, I you can like, hear you through these glass walls. I feel like you're hyping me up when I'm not really that good, but I appreciate that you're lying to me, so thank you. <laughs> because that doesn't sound right in my ears. That sounds nothing. Well, like you have scary. like a different perception of your voice than other people do. No, that sounds no, nothing. No, that like was it. that wasn't good. That <laughs> <laughs> I had to step back from the microphone so it wouldn't go into the red. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> no, I feel like it's definitely bad, but thank you for humoring me. 
<laughs> All right. But yeah, he cut the footage. So, <laughs> X, Y, Z. So in the first few days of his disappearance, uh, as many as 50 police officers searched for Brian at one time. They scored the streets. They pawed through dumpter, uh, dumpsters, knocking on doors. They moved in an orderly, constructed pattern, beginning at the Ugly Tuna to Brian's campus area apartment, working their way around, making distance in blocks and miles. And nothing came of it. They questioned Brian's friends and family and asked them all hard questions you do when someone disappears. Questions about drugs and enemies in difficult times. They checked hospitals and homeless shelters. They followed tips and hunches to landfills and riverbanks. They even persuaded the city to check nearby sewer lines. Ooh. But no one found anything. Not even the canine units could find him. Mm. Isn't that crazy? What if he's like... What if he's, like, inside the pipes of the building or something crazy? He's, like, hiding in there, like, waiting? Or, like, there was one show this person was literally inside, like, one of those, like, sewer things. Like, big... I don't know what they're called. One of the power units. Someone's, like, someone was, like, inside of it. So what if he's just in there, chilling? Oh, my God. I mean... He's just vibing. You don't know. It's we possible. don't know. So police began to wonder if Brian's disappearance was a crime or a setup. Mm. Maybe he was more distraught over his mother's death than he had been letting on. Mm. It had only been 25 days since the funeral. Perhaps Brian's different disappearance was preconceived, a way for him to escape the pain of losing a parent for a while. If that were the case, he would sure to return, right? But Hearst had another theory, and oh. it wasn't good. What was it? <laughs> it had been gnawing at him since the first day at the Ugly Tuna, but Brian had missed his Monday morning flight, a plane ride that would have taken him to a sunny stretch of Florida, and a possible proposal to his girlfriend. Ooh. It seemed unlikely he would skip such a trip. When people disappear, they typically do go on the, you know, brink of disappearance. You Stop. Know? Hear me out. We go back the route of him cheating. Because if he cheated... He would be like, oh my gosh, I ruined it. I spoiled it all. And then, Like he's got like a wedding anxiousness yeah, like, before and a wedding. Like, it's like, I don't know if I love her. Yeah, and he decides to be a dummy boy and then he cheats. And then he's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then he like does something crazy. I don't know what that crazy thing is. Oh, this is... But um... it makes me go missing. <laughs> I'm scared. You're laughing. This scary. is where... It, this story's just crazy. Like, oh my goodness. What a wild being. So in the first few months of searching, Randy allowed bits of hope to freckle his pain. Which freckle. Randy Randy is the dad, if anyone forgot. He's Randy. the dad. Randy Schaefer. Um, <laughs> friends, <his> pain. <laughs> friends say he seemed oddly boiled when Brian's apartment was burglarized, thinking there could be a connection, and there wasn't. He figured a good tip would come after, and I kid you not, Pearl Jam's lead singer, Eddie Vedder, took time out of a concert in Cincinnati to talk about the case because he was a fan. Stop. I can only imagine. It's like, man, what a miser. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This has been any better. I actually, I actually saw the video. He was like. No, you did like, not. Can you yes. please pull it up He was right like, now? oh, God. That's, I just want to hear him so go, much oh, he was just like, He was just like, yo, my boy's Brian's gone. <laughs> my boy's you know, Brian's gone. My boy Brian just went missing. <laughs> Stop and went missing. Ah. <laughs> um, so a but another thing that they did is that they tried to track his cell phone because, okay. like you know, like GPS stuff like that, and they tried to get rings. However, he had um a type of phone where um what is it? 
I was trying to think like of they words. can't track it. Where like it can't be tracked. Yeah, okay. it's like a burner phone. Got so it. the only way they could like get it is if a notification comes from the phone. But why did he have a burner phone? Is the question. Was he like? That's what I'm saying. He was it's almost like he was wait. Bad. It was like he was setting up to like yeah. go missing or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Another identity. <laughs> um. So they heard like a ring from him that went directly to voicemail, and like the entire family freaked out because they were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like his phone rang. That means it's still on, and like things were happening. Mm-hmm. Although it turned out to be a computer glitch from Singular. Oh, Thanks, no. Singular. Thanks, Singular. Thanks for ruining a family. You literally destroyed a family. <laughs> we got a cease and desist letter from Singular. <laughs> I don't even know if they're a thing anymore. Do you remember that, Singular? From they were, like, like from 2006. We, yeah, when we were, like, five years old. Yeah, that's the I type like of phone he had. I, vaguely remember. Yeah. That's what Wait, I'm Wait, what year did this happen again? 2006. Got it. Okay, yeah. We were a little baby. I was going to say, why can't they track? But I'm like, wait, it's 2006. They didn't yeah. have, like, crazy technology. No one has that anymore. Um, I know for a fact, though, if he had an Apple phone now, though, we would find him in a second. Like, Steve mm-hmm. Jobs would know his location before like yes, any exactly. of us. Be like, I mean, but also hey. if you think like that now, there's some people that have gone missing. They have iPhones and people still can't find them. Mm-hmm. So like... You must not be doing a very good job. Maybe no, I'm just Apple, Apple's just not letting them in there. <laughs> I feel like Apple should definitely let people do that um, if people are missing. Okay. Yeah. So basically with all of this in mind, like they tried literally everything in a, in a matter of time, like the family, friends, like everyone just started to like give up on the case. It was like, this case is cold. Like we don't know if there's anything to this anymore. Mm-hmm. But Randy's dad was so like hell bent on finding him. Oh my gosh. He was like very much like, no, my son is still out there. I need to find him. This sounds like a really good movie pitch. Honestly, like, I yeah. can imagine the father, like, being a really great character. He, after the police gave up, mm-hmm. he started putting missing up posters around the city himself. He started taking man. everything into his own hands, into That's account. Amazing. Yeah, it's honestly kind of, like, kind of heartwarming, yeah, for to be real. honest. Um, so, desperate for any link to his son, Randy even listened to advice from psychics. One insisted Brian's body was submerged in water, held down by the whirlpools that form at the base of concrete bridge posts. And at the time of his disappearance, Brian lived in 200 block of King Avenue, less than a mile from the um, the Olentangy River. I feel like that's not how you say that, but hopefully that's working. I believe in um, you. <laughs> you said it perfectly. I couldn't tell you any different. Randy and his brother uh, bought fishing waters called called Kevin Miles and headed for the riverbank to roam. For hours, Randy splashed from bridge post to bridge post, kneeling and peering into the murky water for any sign of his son, while Miles looked on helplessly, sensing this particular search was futile. At one post, Randy's feet slipped out from underneath him, and the whirlpool that was supposed to be holding Brian yanked Randy towards the riverbed. His brother grabbed him right before he went under. Oh, so it's like very possible he could be. It's there. very but possible. But it's like, how did he get out of the store? Out of the out of the saloon, yeah. yeah how out of the saluna. Out of the Miss Tuna Saluna. The Miss Tuna Saluna. Tuna Saluna. Um, but yeah, Miles stood stunned by the scene and by Randy's willingness to sacrifice so much for the faintest possibility of victory. Um, he, the brother remembers saying, "A father shouldn't be going through all of this. Please just let him find his son." Oh. 
So it is very possible. Like, literally, he could have, like, dipped his foot, like, Mm -hmm. his toe into that water, and it could have, like, sucked him in. I feel like even, like, if he was very intoxicated, like, there's no way he could have made it out. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like, if his dad almost died casually, the only The only, like, issue with this theory, not that there's a big issue, is that, Mm -hmm. like, how did he get by the cameras and, like, walk from, like, the other side of town to his house but instead of yeah. going to his house he went to the riverbed how do you know if it said how far it was from the saloon it's a it, it's like across town okay like so from like the pretty... location it was a block or so from his apartment okay so people were like oh like maybe he like went back to his apartment then wanted to go like out on the lake maybe he was depressed about his mom you know like yeah trying to like you know sometimes you go for walks and you're like wow mm-hmm. life man and then that's how he went but there was just so many like stuff happening with that yeah Um, i feel like even prior in this case you had mentioned that there could be different ways to get out of the saloon yeah so if he were to go a different way out with those two girls or something Mm -hmm. they go back to his apartment whatever happens and then he goes to that little river beside his house because he's like i've ruined my life i've ruined my potential fiance i don't know yeah like blah 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 xyz and then he goes there and he drowns it's it's quite possible because um i think also a lot of people think the theory of him going through the exit and getting through the construction site Mm -hmm. is the most plausible theory it was a really dangerous construction site yeah but a lot of people think that's how he exited because it leads to a back door to the other side of the saloon so Mm. he could have left undetected okay which i think is very interesting more plausible i think so if you haven't noticed already, a lot of this case is just them trying to figure out, was it this? How about this theory? Mm-hmm. And then it's like them figuring out stuff. So the next the next thing detectives and people thought what happened was mm-hmm. is that they believed he was killed by the Smiley Face Killer. Wait, wait, wait. Is this like Mr. Smiley? Is that like one of the I th- names? Yeah. I feel like I've heard of this. So vaguely. he was a he was um, a killer who would who would prey on intoxicated college age men in the Midwest, Ooh. murdering them and tossing their bodies into local rivers. Oh no! Two retired New York City detectives have spent more than ten years investigating the scene of the forty so-called drownings, and they found a smiley space sprayed along the riverbank at each one, except oh. for Brian's. Okay, why would they? So they never found in that riverbank, like, like they never found his body and they never found a smiley face. So they're like, is this even a tag? Yeah. Um, And apparently there is, th- this is what I think is really interesting with even that 40 in mind. This could be a mm-hmm. whole other case we could talk about yeah. another time. But a lot of people like in 2006 had like, um, they were like wondering, um, is he real or is he not? Like, it was a real debate. Like, people okay. to this day still don't know if the smiley face killer was a real person or if it was a coincidence. Mm. But with, like, 40-some people, I feel like, how I was is that like, not a... Like, that's definitely a coincidence. Like, yeah. very intended. Especially if it's all having to do with bodies of water in which mm-hmm. people are drowning. So, basically, they find... So, basically, they... Like, the father and even the detectives find this theory, like, really unlikely. He wasn't tagged. They never found his body in the river. And they found Mm -hmm. the bodies of all the other victims. So, they are just unsure Mm -hmm. of that as being, like, the cause. (laughs) I just wonder how they can really in-depth check 
that area though because then they say it was like a whirlpool like how yeah. could they safely check it yeah completely? exactly and like from what we've seen like already like it's really hard to like investigate inside of a river yeah like it's really hard to find a body if it gets under there like exactly it's not easy plus so, by the time they probably figured out like oh he might be in the river it's he too could be, late he could be so far gone by that point yeah like there's no way of finding him like even if it wasn't mr smiley face dude like he still could have drowned I, there. I honestly never thought of it like that. Like, the idea of, the, like, it going down, like, the river like that? Yeah. That, that could honestly happen. Like, there's no way they can check every square inch of it to make sure. Because he could even be underneath, like, the surface of the actual water. Yeah. Like, under the ground. All right. So, um, they find, it like, the entire idea unlikely. Um... And, but they got a tip from a young woman who was on a drive through Michigan and had stopped to eat at a diner and was waiting on by a man who looked suspiciously like Brian Schaefer. Oh. His name tag even read Brian S. That's weird. She was afraid to ask the question, so she called the police instead. And when they tried to follow up, the, re- the restaurant owners were coy, claiming no one named Brian worked there. But... What did she see then? What do you she, mean? I mean, like, she probably honestly saw it, but, like, they were just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who's, How who's far was the diner from, like, where he's from? Um, did it say, like, um, it was a different, like, state or anything like that? It was in Michigan. Okay, and this takes place in... Well, give me one second. I'm, like, trying to remember. Look. I'm like, what state was it again? It's definitely the Midwest. Yeah. Um... He went to Ohio State University. So, so Canada. Just kidding. Can you I imagine? Like, um, Could you imagine? My brain just glitched yeah. It was when Columbus. <laughs> it was Columbus, Ohio. I literally forgot. You made my uh, brain the most confused it's been in a long d- time. Does anything good happen in Ohio? <laughs> Nothing worse than a summer in Ohio. Wow, that was Quote, the effort. The that flaw, was a performance. No flaw there, my <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. He could very Look at this much. This picture be of Brian. There. He's kind of a good-looking guy. Stop. I kind of like him. Like, he looks like that actor that I had in my P1. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> kind he's of. Also, he's also an Uber driver, so Aww. that's also fun. I've met a lot of really nice Uber drivers. Same. Very cute, very I'm, cute I'm ones, too. I'm friends with someone on Facebook. Really? Well, to him and the other person that I worked with. Doll. So. Within um, reason, I'm friends <laughs> with people Uber drivers on Facebook. I've tried before, and they've been like, no. And I'm like, I get it. But I'm also like, be my friend, though. No, I was a spokesperson to the one for his daughter to come to Point Park. Really? And so she's applying for the cinema program. So That's amazing. We love it. I, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? That I, I that, like, I'll get a cute Uber driver once in a while and be like, hey. Ew. I, I had this one from Pitt, and oh my God, he was beautiful. Literally the most beautiful man I've You're ever gonna seen. You're going to get yourself like, abducted one day. You can't play <laughs> games like that. You're going to do a mystery file based on me. Uh, one You're of like, these days. hey guys, uh, the, it's a mystery files. It's just Tiffany this time because Logan's an idiot Logan and he got himself dumb. killed. <laughs> Stop. You're going to. You Spoiler gotta... alert. That's, that's, that's the mystery. That, that's He's the dead. That's special. <laughs> Imagine Logan Lamaster went missing because he's a dummy boy. Oh my god, that's the Halloween special everyone's very excited for. Oh my god! Yes. By the way, we're having a Halloween special. We are. We're very. Curious. We're very excited about um the location yes. we went to. I'm yes. very excited so kind of for like all the know. research that we're know. doing. I don't know. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. We can't say too much. We don't want to give yeah, anything yeah, yeah, away. Yeah. But like, no. no, it's it's brewing. It's coming along for you guys. <clears throat> Back to the case. I'm Logan the Master, and you're watching. Not <laughs> These the spikes. This is so funny. The poor spe- spikes, I love them. The poor spikes. Is it still going? Oh, it is. It looks like it's not going anymore. <laughs> I don't 
think we're crazy in the red. There have been a few times we were. No, yeah, we're doing pretty good, I think. I think so, too. If anything, I'm too quiet. We'll see. All right. Back to the case. So after they heard this at the diner, the detectives were literally like, we're not taking a trip up to Michigan to go see this. Mm -hmm. But Randy and their family was like, we have to go see. Like, what if it is him? Like, I can't live with myself not knowing Mm -hmm. however they got to it and found out there was no brian who worked at the restaurant they could not find anyone yeah on oh i kind of oh that's kind of more spooky that kind of freaks me out but i love it yeah so um in a radio interview 18 months after brian disappeared randy told the host of the show that he never understood why brian went out on the night he disappeared um they both went out and grabbed a steak dinner earlier that evening, and Brian seemed exhausted after pulling all-nighters for a flurry of med school exams. Mm. And though he wore a remarkably composed exterior, he was still reeling over his mother's death. Renee was Brian's friend. Renee, uh, Brian's friend, says his confident... Um, what is... What did she say? Oh, Renee was Brian's friend, said his confidant and his hero. She was mm-hmm. also the center of the Schaefer universe and losing her alternately unraveled tight family ties and thrust the men closer together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an unraveling type of thing after she died. Yeah. So apparently they were too distraught to really sort out her things, unmove them, do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did the same thing with Brian's stuff after a while. Um, he like just couldn't get himself. Could you to do imagine it. losing her and then losing him? That would be so awful. It, it's it's honestly crazy. Like mm-hmm. this story is just like that's really sad, insane. Um, so yeah, basically, um, that is most of the theories that are going on with the case. This is all of like the information from the evidence mm-hmm. from uh, what the detectives have seen, what other people have speculated. Um, what do you think so far? Because I have a little more. I don't know. I feel like I'm still pretty confident about my last little accusation or whatever theory of what happened. Just that. Which one? The... Just the fact that maybe he went to the other exit, potentially went home with these other girls, and then. But the girls went down the escalator, though. So he they, didn't they go never. With them. Okay. Yeah. See, he went back in. He like disappeared into a corner and never seen exactly. I don't know. I'm conflicted. So but there was my whole theory. Do you want to hear the four strongest theories people have about there this case? There are stronger theories. Yes, I want yes. those because I'm really isn't confused. That, isn't that crazy? Even with like the ones I just talked about, like literally, like I find this case so interesting. Is just because it's just like a spiral of like other theories and yeah. things, like other people faking identities, a smiley face killer. Of like, what? I maybe he just walked out dressed as someone else. I think you said that at the beginning. Yeah, like, a lot of people think that might have been a way he escaped. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this case is so overstimulating. My I'm brain's like, like, what? But what is the right answer, though? All right, so let's get into the theories. Theory. So, theory one. Brian left to start a new life. Mm. Brian had been rocked by the death of his mother, and her funeral was held only 25 days before he disappeared, as we know. Some people theorized that he was also questioning his study and career choices, and perhaps even his sexuality. Did he feel trapped in his life? Brian wrote on his MySpace page. Stop it. Welcome to 2006. (laughs) Welcome to 2006, baby. Baby, MySpace. Um... 
I really love music, and this whole doctor thing is really just a job, a parentheses only temporary, until I get my band together and put out a record. I want to own an island someday, or at least a beach so I can listen to Buffy all day and drink margaritas with my senorita. Stop it! (laughs) I hated that voice deeply. Did you like it? I'm really that was my that was my um man act, impression. If you actually talked like that, I, I don't <laughs> we think wouldn't be friends. I don't think I could be friends with you. We wouldn't have a podcast. We would have. I would have nothing with you. I'm gonna only talk like this from now on. Well, this has been the okay. mystery files. <laughs> <laughs> you really just took off your headphones. <laughs> I can't. I walk oh out of the God. studio. Oh, I go. Good luck. First episode, more like the last. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap on season three. We'll see you never. We'll see you never. Uh, I, um, didn't, I didn't enjoy that. All right. So investigators looked into this possibility that Brian changed his clothes and left the ugly tuna undetected, moving on to start a new life. After extensive research, one of the investigators, Andre Edwards, said he could say with 100% certainty that Brian did not leave via the escalator. So he had to would have gone out the other doors. I know. Interesting. Interesting. It's like one little construction zone. Unless you mentioned something about him questioning his sexuality. What if he became friends with a little construction man? <laughs> and then they ran and then, off together. And then he's like, let me take your hand. I'll show you the way to go. And then they uh, frolic away. At like away. 2 a.m.? Why yeah. would they be there? I, I mean, I guess well, people you... work on construction sites at Or night. like he <gasps> met him during the day and he was like, meet me oh my God. at like 2 a.m. Honestly, I would buy that book. And they, like, frolic together through the <laughs> construction. And they fall in love and run away. That's, ca- that's honestly But I feel beautiful. really bad. But also, like, maybe <laughs> they change their names so they can live a happy life together. So, <laughs> on to theory two. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just so overstimulating. <laughs> this episode is just so overstimulating for me. I'm like... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? You see, I don't know what happened. Well, that's usually... I the best for him, though. That's usually how it goes. Like, um, <laughs> the reader just does all the all the reading, and the, the other person's the bit man, you the know? The bit man? Yeah, for real. Like, every time you do a case, I'm like, how many jokes can I get in? Like, like you get in three words. can I You get in three words, and I go, ba-ba-booey. Ba-ba-booey. All right. Theory two... Brian attempted to leave the bar intoxicated and became trapped or died somewhere in the area. There was much construction going on in the area around the Ugly Tuna when Brian disappeared. Did he leave via a service store and become injured in a construction zone? Police don't seem to think this is a likely possibility. They have reviewed all footage and conducted through checks of the area. Did Or did he somehow slip through the cracks and his remains have been undetected for over a decade? Ooh. Some people comment and say that perhaps developers or building owners are covering up his death after he slipped into an out-of-bounds area for fear of a lawsuit. Stop, like, covering up, like, oh, we're going to cover up the evidence or, like, physically cover it up. Like, they accidentally so, poured, like, yeah. cement over him or something. So they think, like, because if you, if you saw in the beginning, they didn't start to question or worry about him till Monday, and this happened Saturday, so there was a day turnover. So they could have definitely. So he could have been dead in the construction site and covered it up. Physically. 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 Thank you. (laughs) What's the matter? Um, third theory: Brian left the ugly tuna and died right after that. (laughs) 
Wow, they really... <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. Wow, thanks helped us a lot. Um, wow. <laughs> so Brian's wallet and cell phone have never been found, yet his bed was made the next day when his father went to check on him. Oh, no. This infers that he probably never reached home after his night out. Did he come across someone and get in a drunken argument with them, resulting in this death? Uh, as we know, people have linked it to the smiley face killer. Uh, many point to him as the person who did it while he was intoxicated. Did this happen to his body or did he just disappear? For some reason, when you mentioned the bed, I was like, oh, he just came back, made his bed and left. But I was like, that Can you imagine? I don't know why my imagine? brain went there first. And then I was like, wait, he could have just made it the morning out. You're like trying to escape and start a new life. And you're like, my bed. I need to go make my bed. What if like, stop. <laughs> what if you, um. Like you're like running away and you're like starting a new life. Like you fake your death. Mm-hmm. You 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 blow up a building. You know, cause a distraction. Of get course. out of the state. Got it. And you're like down the highway, right? And mm-hmm. then you go. I left the stove on. Oh no, my stove! I gotta go back. <laughs> oh no! And you just like eat back. You're like, hey guys, sorry. I'll just I'll just blow just up another like building. I'll be stove. back. Yeah. Don't even like, look, don't even look over here. Like I'm literally okay. <laughs> I'm literally fine. Just let me be missing, okay? All right, here's the fourth and final theory, which is one of the spiciest. Spicy. Spicy. Little jalapeno, little habanero. Clint Forrest was involved in Brian's disappearance. Wait, what's his name? The best friend. Florence. Florence. I when you first said it the first time, I thought you said florist. So honestly, I was like, oh flowers. Honestly, I could have used a little more diction with my voice. I'm like That's okay. There's a lot of letters. You're good. <laughs> Too many letters for one letters. person. You're doing um, grand. There are many online rumors about Clint's role in Brian's disappearance. He was one of the last people to see Brian. Clint was the only person to decline a polygraph test oh, when he was asked. He also lawyered up. There is a speculation mm. that Clint was a drug user, and this could have been related to Brian's disappearance. He poured him in the cement. So it's like the construction site and uh, Clint are all in on it together. Yeah, he poured him in. <laughs> I like that you assumed it was the cement thing. Like, I didn't <laughs> say that, but, like, I also had the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I was like, I was like oh, yeah, in he's the in the cement. and cemented him over because he didn't give him his drug money. That's what um, happened. And if Brian is alive somewhere, family and friends believe that Clint may know about the disappearance. Mm. And uh, Clint is quoted saying... Um, was it? Oh no, sorry. Derek, um, a family member of Brian's, mm-hmm. said if Brian did take off somewhere, if that is the case, we just always had a strong feeling that Clint would possibly know that. Oh. Honestly, why wouldn't you tell your best friend you were going for to real? disappear forever? You know that makes me really optimistic with my theory that I ran away with a construction worker. You think that so? That makes me very optimistic <laughs> because if his friend's not saying diddly squat, like he kind of knows something. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly. No, all no. right, so that is all of the theories of the disappearance of Brian Schaefer. Ooh. Thoughts? What, what do you think I don't is know. the answer? Okay, my two strongest, obviously, I just said right. the construction lover boy. Right. And then the second one. Your little one, gay rom com. Yeah, I, I just think go you, homie. I mean, first off, tell like your Equal girl. Equal rights, baby. Like, do you, homie. But also tell your girlfriend. Second off, <laughs> <laughs> tell your girlfriend you're gay. If you're listening, audience. Just tell him. Tell your girlfriend you're gay. But also, I well, then again, I'm also like, but why did he want to propose to her? I feel like I'm just a little mm. confused, but I don't know. Maybe but, it's like the new girl episode. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Like, uh, he's, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I realize I love someone else. I love somebody else. But yeah, you know. that one. And then the construction, just like him falling in the construction stuff. But then mm. also, I really like the idea of tying the... Um, the smiley face killer. No, the other guy. The Clint. The drug guy. 
Clint. Yeah, Clint. The best friend. So someone pushed him in the hole because he didn't like give him the m- drug money, and then they cemented mm. him over. That could be interesting. I don't know. Just throwing some ideas in. But I really hope the guy's alive, doing well, just hiding. That's my optimist Honestly, yeah. outlook. Because if Clint knows something, Clint's hiding. He doesn't want to give any info about it. He knows he's alive somewhere. He just doesn't want yeah. to say. Yeah, Let's hope he's in love somewhere. Right. Um. Know. So what? I, I have two theories, too. Got, got it. I think he disappeared and he ran away. Okay. Um, I like we've been doing this for a while. We've been doing this for what a whole year now. Wow, whole year. Wow. Oh my god, Anniversary. that's so beautiful. Welcome. Um, and in all of the cases we've kind of talked about, it seems like a lot of the likeliness of like this is like people running away. Yeah, like kind of starting those new lives for themselves, doing things, and like, why would the cell phone be in like a random place, and mm-hmm. why would it get like that switch unless he planted it there? Yeah, that's one of my big teas. I think okay. he left to start a new life. My second yeah. theory is is that I do think he might have drunkenly stumbled onto the construction site and died. Yeah. And the, either the firm covered it up or something happened. Like he accidentally got physically covered up yeah. with something and they didn't realize until it was too late. Truly, I think he like made his way to California or something. Yeah. He made his way either west or east. Yeah. Um, That's I, what I think. Because I do think the easier answer is to say, oh, yeah, he got caught in the construction stuff yeah. and passed away there. But yeah. I feel like since his friend is so weird about it and doesn't yeah. want to take these lie detector test things, like, he knows something. But the weird thing with the disappearance thing, too, though, is that, like, why would you decide to go missing at a bar with so many yeah. people, so many places there? Mm-hmm. But, like, that also asks the question, like... Did he know where the security cameras were set since it was a bar they went to a lot? Did he pre-plan this? Mm -hmm. Honestly, if he did pre-plan it, if he's still alive out there, that is a dramatic way to go, my guy. For real. That is a dramatic setup to, like, start a disappearance. But also, I think it's also just strange that someone saw him somewhere else. Like, saw someone they thought was him somewhere else with the same name. Yeah. And then they tried to cover it up. Yeah, but honestly, that could be me. That would be me, though. Like, I would uh, have like a really dramatic like disappearance. Like, yeah. If like if I go very dramatically from this world, mm-hmm. just know I'm still out there. I'm still alive. Well, see, I love the idea of faking a death. That's why I was so into like the Michael Jackson <laughs> death hoax, like all the way back when. I'm surprised you've never done this on that show yet. I think it's just show. it's just a lot for me to get in- into. I feel like it'd be like it a would be like show. a four part special. Like I don't know how I'd stop talking about it, <laughs> but like. Just the idea of someone faking their death to start a new life for themselves yeah. is so interesting. And even now that I'm not like I'm not necessarily like, oh, Michael Jackson's still alive. I'm still very invested in the idea that people can do something so crazy and get away with it. Honestly, I mean, we crazy. have the resources for that. Yeah, it's just crazy yeah. to me. I'm like, how are you doing that? I just hope um, Brian's happy wherever he is. Wherever he is. Wherever he is. I hope he's happy. But also, with his choices. while we were talking, I thought of something else potentially that could what? have happened. So if we're going down this little rabbit hole of the idea that he got involved with like drug people, so if well, was, like Clint's the drug person. He's I think, a drug too. person. Yeah. So imagine it's like <laughs> the a whole, drug person. <laughs> it's like a whole like mafia drug underground type thing, right? So we have all this crazy stuff going on, mm-hmm. and then he gets in like deep trouble. So he's got to like get out of the state, get out of town. And get out of town. He wor- then he goes to a diner, which is a cover-up for something else. <gasps> so he works there with all these underground mafia people. Stop, that's so crazy. So then when the police officers come in and they're like, oh, we heard a Brian S. works here, whatever his face is. Oh, And my they're God. like, no, no, Mr. Brian doesn't work here. Don't know how you thought that. And then they hide him some more. 
and he's still alive out there hiding with the drug mafia people. And that's um, and that's that's the mystery files. The... <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the finalized case. I think. Yeah, that's my final theory. We'll start making shirts with like all of our theories, like the long-winded ones, yeah. like on a T-shirt, and we'll just have people wear them. If around. we're gonna be real, I feel like all of my theories eventually somehow come back to mafia. It, yeah, you're big on mafia. That's your I just big think thing. that stuff is crazy. Like that diner we went to, I went to yesterday. Mm-hmm. I won't say the name just to make sure they're okay. But... <laughs> you say you don't get on their list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say what diner. I'm kind of scared. So I'm not going to say what their name oh is, but God. they're for sure a mafia cover up. I'm not joking you. They take way too long to serve you, and they are very, like, off. Something's oh off there. God. And I'm not going to say the name because I don't want... Don't say anything. People are going to use process of elimination and figure out which one it is. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Don't Big John. People. Big John works there. So we can't have don't, Big John. Don't drop me. <laughs> you don't want to get discovered. Don't drop the mafia leader's name. It's not my fault. They told me Big John works there. He's the leader. That's not my fault. <laughs> if you know, then you know. Okay, that's not my fault. I didn't name drop the diner. I just name dropped the main guy. That's we'll not do my a, fault. We'll do a giveaway if you figure out. The, if you name that diner. diner without already knowing what diner it was because of yesterday. Uh, drop it. Drop it. Um. Drop uh, it down in the comment section. Drop it down in the comment section when we. Uh, and if you're watching this, this later little... as it's um being aired, then just drop it on our little Instagram at mysteryfiles yeah. underscore. Yeah, if you're watching. Uh, Wednesday night at 10 p.m. with yes. WPPJ. Just send the Mystery Files underscore on Instagram a little message if you think you know what the diner is. Yeah, so I, that was pretty effortless. Honestly, that could be kind of fun. I don't know. We should do that in other episodes. We should be like, what did Tiffany say at 19 um, minutes and 23 seconds? 19 minutes after 9. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday. All right. Fifth. So, wow. I guess in a way... The Brian Schaefer case will always remain a mystery. Wow. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in with thank us so for much. the first episode of season three. We're happy to be back. Episode. And we will see you next week with Tiffany's yes, case. Yes, we will. It'll be a grand old time. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. Farewell. Bye-bye. <laughs>